You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 114. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. My dear friends, welcome back to Yoga Boss. I'm your host, Jackie Murphy. And if you are listening to this podcast the day that it airs, March 25th, then today is the final day that you can join us for the Profitable Yoga Boss group in March and start making money in your business within 30 days or less. So, You want to head over to ProfitableYogaBoss.com and read through all of the information about the program. That includes the price, the money-back guarantee. I have a QA and a on there from the most frequently asked questions of, is now the time? What if I've done another program before and it didn't work? How do I need to set up my business? Do I need to have a website ready? I answer all of those questions on that website. So ProfitableYogaBoss.com. And of course, I'll link that in the show notes. And if you're listening to this podcast after March 25th, then the next group will open in May. So that is when the next enrollment is. So go ahead and start preparing now. Get your investment ready and be ready to go in May. Today, I'm going to offer you some business wisdom from an unlikely source. And something that I've noticed within the coaching industry and within masterminds that I'm in and within my own clients is a thought error that is passed down from a patriarchal society. And that thought error is that you need to be surrounded by people who are making more money from you, who've been doing it longer than you have in order to learn something about how to build your business. And listen, let me just say this. I fully support putting yourself in a room where you're surrounded by people who are going after the same goal as you. But those people don't necessarily need to be making more money than you or have been doing it longer in order for you to get what you want, in order for you to learn from them. This belief is passed down almost from a corporate structure that the person with the next job title, the person who's been at the company longer, knows more than you. The reason that it's so, so important that you see this thought error and you no longer buy into this old way of thinking is because when you're thinking, the people who've been doing it longer, the people who've made more have something to teach me, but my peers who I'm right alongside with, or even people who haven't started yet don't have something to teach me, you're going to believe that you are missing something. You're going to buy into the idea that the people who are further along 
or who have made more money know something that you don't know. And it is never fun to build your business from the belief that I'm missing something. Someone else has the answer, the secret ingredient. And if I could just learn from them, then I would be able to get where I'm going to go. You're going to discredit so many people. But listen, here's the important thing. You're also going to discredit yourself. Because when you are thinking I'm missing something and I need to go learn from people who are higher up than me, essentially, in like a corporate structure, then you're going to be thinking that within your own self, you don't have everything that you need to make money now. And you're going to be searching externally for the thing and that will never work. You have everything that you need right now within to build the business that you want. You have this podcast, you have resources, you have people in your life who would help you if you would learn from them. You want to take what you have and use that and then create. It's creating your business from a place of sufficiency. And when you know that you can learn business advice or business wisdom from absolutely anyone then you're going to start to take in more information all of the time. You're going to constantly be learning and growing and not just waiting for that one person to say this one thing that fixes everything in your business because that doesn't exist. In order to rewrite this old thought error, I want to offer a new belief. I want you to think that every single person on this planet can be a teacher. Every single person on this planet can offer you wisdom and you can learn from any circumstance, from any person, from any place, and always get exactly what you need. When you operate from that place, you're going to listen more. You're going to receive more. And you're always going to feel sufficient building your business. You'll never operate from the place that something's missing ever again. So the person that we are learning business advice from today is my wonderful golden retriever, Sadie. I love her. She's actually right here underneath my feet. She always sits with me in my office and she is seven years old. She is beautiful. And like truly before I had my husband and before I had Lane, Sadie was my family. She went everywhere with me, every studio. She was always there. And we were just two peas in a pod. She's my home girl. I love her so much. And there are four things that she has taught me about business that I want to share with you guys. Number one, always be delighted when people show up. You know, if you have a dog, that anytime you exit a room and then come back or exit the house and then come back, they give you the best welcome. I mean, butt waggling. She like wiggles back and forth. Her tail goes. Sometimes she'll bark. She'll do a down dog. She just greets me every single time she sees me as if she's delighted by my presence, delighted that I'm just appeared in front of her. This is what you 
can do for your clients or your students. I want you to delight in their presence. Every time they appear, give them all the butt waggles (laughs) and tail waggles that you can offer. Like make them, make it known that you're delighted that they're there. When you do this, they are going to feel that. They're going to get an experience where they're like, wow, this is incredible. You know, like she or he really cares about me. I'm happy to be here. They're happy I'm here. It's going to be a win-win experience for everyone. And listen, Sadie doesn't just delight when the whole family gets home. Sadie delights when one of us shows up. So some of you are waiting to delight in your students when 50 new members show up. Some of you are waiting to delight that people are appearing in your business when 10 new people book your retreat. Instead of delighting every single time a student appears, one student, delight, show them that you are so happy they've appeared in your business, that they've appeared in front of you. Make sure every single person who comes in through your proverbial business door gets that greeting, is welcomed with that same energy. Spend more time thinking about the people who are right in front of you than the ones who aren't there. All right, so that's lesson number one. Isn't it so good? Lesson number two is get after what you want. Like do what it takes to get what you want. And this one is something that honestly is quite frustrating about Sadie. She loves food. She loves all food. This is my fault. I fed her people food. I definitely know this was like a thing that I created. And anytime we eat dinner, we usually clean up the kitchen and then we have to go do a bath for Lane and we can leave dinner on the counter or in the sink. And Sadie... (laughs) in the most recent years, has figured out how to navigate her way onto our bar stools, onto the counter, like all four paws on our countertop, head in the kitchen sink, and licks the leftovers. I mean, what do we do? We've tried to train her not to do this, not to get on the counter. She gets, you know, disciplined when it happens. She's leaving now. She's getting up and walking out of the room. And she still does it. And like, it's not easy for her to get onto the countertop. The bar stools are always pushed in. She figures out a way to get what she wants. Nothing stops her. Not even us. And I want you to take that same perspective in your business. Nothing is going to stop me. Nothing. So many people come to me and they have the question of, will this work out or not? And listen, that is not what Sadie is thinking. She's not, okay, will I be able to get the food or not? She is thinking, I'm going to do whatever it takes, even if it requires some amazing physical skills in order to get what I want. It's not whether or not your business will or won't work out. It's are you willing to get after what you want, to do whatever it takes, to figure out whatever you have to do in order to bring students into your business, to connect with them, to say it in their language so they're interested in your offer. When you have that level of determination and that level of commitment, there is no way your business doesn't work out. It just doesn't happen. Maybe you'll fail sometimes, but you'll get back up. You'll try again. There is no end. 
There is no, it didn't work out. And now I need to go back to grad school. So take that same perspective. That's lesson number two, go after what you want. Lesson number three is rest. I know if you have a dog, you know, but they sleep most of the day. I mean, they sleep way more than humans. And Sadie, she loves to rest first thing in the morning. We wake up, the sun is shining. We typically sit on the front porch and she just loves to lay in the sun and feel the breeze and she's totally relaxed. And so many people come into their business and they're saying, I'm going to earn rest. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do the thing and then I'll rest. And this is coming from the old belief or the thought error that you have to earn rest, that hard work earns money, that effort and hard work that's required and you have to toil, 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 and then one day you'll rest. But you know that what that creates is burnout. Instead, I want you to prioritize rest first thing. Whatever that means to you, it might mean a nap, prioritize a nap. It might mean a yoga class or meditation or some yoga nidra, whatever it is for you, a walk around the block. All of that should go in your schedule first. That should be the first thing that you know you're going to create time for because in those spaces, your nervous system is relaxed. You're going to be able to tap into your highest level thinking. You'll get creative impulses. Then once you're rested, and you've taken care of yourself, you can show up and take care of your business. But you can't take care of your business when you haven't taken care of yourself. So prioritize rest. Be unashamed about it. Make it the first thing you do. All right, I have one more lesson for you guys. And this one is one of my favorites. When Sadie was around two years old, we were living together in Raleigh and it was just her and I, and I took her on a walk and she fainted in the street and it was hot. Like, I mean, it definitely could have been a heat stroke. So I took her right to the vet and they did a test and found that her heart enzymes were really elevated. So from there, we went straight to the emergency vet and she was diagnosed with dilated cardiomyopathy, which I don't expect you to know unless you've had experience with it. And I hope you have it. Heart disease, essentially. Her heart was too big. And the vet said she had six months to live. And her heart was going to go into heart failure pretty soon. And really, there was nothing we could do about it. So naturally, I bawled my eyes out. I was so upset. I loved this dog. I mean, she was my whole family at the time. And I, this is right around the time where I found coaching and I got coached on this. And my coach said, Hey, if she has six months left, do you want to spend those six months crying? Or do you want to spend those six months loving her and just being in adoration of her and playing with her and being fully present with her. And I was like, yeah, that sounds a lot better than what I am doing currently. And I intentionally shifted from grief because I was already grieving her, even though she was still right in front of me. I intentionally shifted from grief to love, to presence. And now you're listening to this podcast. And I told you at the very beginning, Sadie is seven. She lived 
And not only did she live, but like, she's good, y'all. She's on one medicine for her heart, but she came off all the other medicines. She runs on the beach. She swims. I mean, she's a happy dog, happy, healthy dog. And the doctor, the vet, the cardiologist looked at me and said, she has six months. They told me, Hey, this is not going to work. Don't get your hopes up. Start preparing. And listen, the lesson here, there are so many different ones, but the one that I want to give to you is that even when people tell you that your yoga business is too big of an idea, or it's not going to work out, or maybe you should do it later, or you need to think more logically about investing in your business. Even when people you trust tell you that it's not going to work, you don't have to believe them because they actually don't know. They are using their best gut judgment. They're using their best guess. They're using their past history to tell you what they think is probable, but they don't know. Even when the odds are stacked against you, even when you feel doubt, even when you feel like it's not going to work, keep your chin up because truly bigger miracles have happened. And at the end of the day, no one really knows what's around the next corner. No one really knows what's coming six months down the road or seven years down the road. And so rather than pretending that you know, rather than tricking yourself into thinking that you know it's not going to work, I want you to just open up some space. Get present with the moment that's in front of you and be open to miracles happening. There have been stranger things that have happened, my friends. All right. Those are my four business lessons from Sadie. Aren't they good? Better than... uh, Some business lessons you would learn from people with quote unquote more experience or higher up. This dog has never made a dime, but she knows a little bit and she was willing to teach me. So open yourself up to learning from every single person. There's no person or animal too small that can't teach you something. And listen, you are also a teacher. Show up knowing that whatever experience you have or don't have, you provide value. Just by being you. All right, my loves, I'll talk to you in the next episode.